0: Hi guys and welcome back to Midday Matcha with Livy. Clearly, I am fucking Livy. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, let's just get this out of the way immediately. I am re-recording this episode. I recorded it yesterday. I didn't like the way my energy was in it, okay? So I'm doing you guys the favor and I'm fully re-recording this. And this isn't one of those episodes that I want to re-record because honestly, it's so Fucking annoying for me to do to re record anything in general. Like, I actually hate re recording with everything in my entire soul, but whatever. I don't care. I'm not going to put out a shitty fucking episode because I'm a perfectionist and I know I wouldn't be able to sleep tonight. So let's just get this out of the way now. Okay. I didn't mean to come on with even worse energy, but let's start with my week intro. I moved. Can you believe it? I moved to the Big Apple. Okay, I actually have to stop calling it the Big Apple because that's kind of disgusting. No, I moved to New York. I'm living in New York now. (laughs) Like damn, maybe you really did that. Anyways, I totally forgot. I told the girl from the gym that she can call me right now. Oh, whatever. I don't care about her. I literally don't care about this girl. Actually, it's a really beautiful gym. So like I really do. Anyways, I'm now a New Yorker, not actually, but in my heart and my soul, I'm fully a New Yorker, and I'm going to stand by that to the day I die. No, I love it here. What is there not to love about the city? Um, really don't, I really can't place my hand on anything that I wouldn't love. That didn't make much sense. I don't know what that saying was that I can't really place my hand on anything. That's not the correct saying. Anyways, I did have the time of my life this past weekend. I'm recovering from a bender. Okay, I drank too much. We know what happens when Livy drinks. Livy gets severely depressed and anxious and mean. Really, (laughs) actually really mean as well. But yeah, I get super anxious, super depressed. Like I'm not a fun person to be around after a bender. And that's why I have to re record this episode because I sounded like an absolute boring, depressed ass bitch in the episode. And I was like, okay, yeah, that was the energy I was feeling. But I'm not going to bring that to you guys because, like, you don't deserve that. But, like, that's how I was feeling. And I was like, I couldn't even edit the episode. I was like, oh my God, like, why do you feel, why are you sounding so depressed? And it's because of the bender. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that I was at a restaurant literally dancing on the tables. That was how my weekend was. And pouring bottles of wine down my throat, my friends' throats. Everyone was I was so beyond drunk on Friday night. And do you wanna know what's so funny about Friday night? I said, was my sister visited and I was like, you know what? We're just gonna have a chill night. Let's just have a chill, really relaxed night. Um, why was I dancing on the table then? And why was I downing? Why? Because I was living my best fucking life. That's exactly why. No, I loved it. And it was like the perfect introduction to New York. Okay, I will stop singing that. So, so far, my week one update is that I do love New York. I'm really currently loving it here. But I realized that I always held off on dating because I was like, for the past year and a half, I knew I was going to move. So I was like, I don't want to date. I don't want to like talk to anybody in Chicago because I don't want any loose ties. Because when I moved to California, I was fully in love with my ex-boyfriend when I moved. And I'm fully blaming him for being the reason that I was not successful in California because I was just thinking about him. Um, (laughs) That's actually not funny. And he's gross and disgusting and a loser, you guys know this. I've only dated losers. It's like a cute quirk, cute and quirky personality trait I have is that I just dated fucking losers. Anyways, I was like, I don't want any loose ties, any soul ties when I leave for New York. Like I want a fresh start. I want to be brand new. I want to find the love of my life in New York City. Now I'm here, okay? And the last thing I want to do is go on a date with a whack-ass motherfucker. I cannot even imagine myself going getting drinks With some, but everything everyone does disgusts me. And I think that's a personal problem. I'm not sure as to why everything disgusts me, but it does. Okay. So that's where I'm at currently in the dating game, which I know I need to like push myself a little bit more, start dating, start getting out there, opening my legs, opening my soul, opening my heart, especially opening those legs. Literally, I'm celibate. It's disgusting. I didn't choose this life, it chose me. And that is that. You guys, this is also really embarrassing. When I drink, I have more courage and confidence than I do normally. So imagine me drunk. It is a sight to see. Did I Snapchat a guy like we Snapchat messaged that I don't even say we would talk. I actually know he's going to listen to this. And if you're listening to this, I know You know exactly what I'm about to say. And I want you to know I meant this with my entire heart and soul. Basically, I told him, since he wasn't consistent enough for my liking, that I'm going to, quote unquote, ride other guys' dicks that I'm talking to while thinking about him. That has to be a form of mental fucking illness. Who says that to somebody? Mind you, I love you so much. I know you're listening to this. I love you so much. I mean that with my entire heart and soul that I'm going to do that because you weren't consistent enough. I will be giving other men head thinking of you and thinking of how great it could have been for you, but you just simply were not consistent enough. And that's a you problem. As I'm saying these horrific things to him drunk, I'm also (laughs) telling every single guy I've ever talked to to come over. Was I going to let them come over? Obviously fucking not. My sister was in the bed next to me. But I was telling every single person, I was like, come over, like come over, like come over while I'm literally harassing another man. So that's why I am not drinking this weekend. That's not even why. I don't even care that I did that. It's just a little bit of a crazy thing. I did like why we'll never know we'll never know who that woman is that comes out when I'm drunk but she's a good time she's a really good time anyways I'm getting my life together currently after the past weekend I'm reevaluating things in my life and I'm not gonna send very aggressive text messages like that ever again oh that's a damn lie I'm totally doing that but let's get into this week's episode. So this is going to be an interactive episode. So get out your motherfucking notebooks. Get out your notes app. You guys are going to be writing lists, okay? I'm going to be really fucking aggressive in this episode. Not actually, but I'm I'm here to whip you into shape, okay? I feel like we all need to get our lives together. Sometimes I feel like my life isn't together, but I did this at a time when I felt like my life wasn't together. So I'm going to share my like tips and tricks with you of how I got my life together. So if you're like, confused or not happy in life and there's like some things that you wish you could change and you're like I don't know what to do you feel so flustered you feel so hopeless all those things I'm here to help you so grab your notebooks and grab your notes app okay because we're about to do this shit together okay First things first, list number one, identify what makes you the most unhappy. So make a list of the things that make you unhappy. Here's a couple of things on my list. Everyone's lists are always gonna look 20 times different, but I have to give you guys an example or you're not gonna know what the fuck I'm talking about. So, things that make me unhappy is not having a gym that I'm in love with. If I don't have a gym to go to every morning, I'm a raging cunt. Don't know why, is what it is. No, because Fitness is like super big for me and like it helps with my mental health. It's literally like injecting serotonin into my body. So I always need a gym when I stay inside my apartment too long. Okay, those things can make me really unhappy. And TikTok recently has been something that's making me unhappy. But more specifically, just like what niche I want to be in on TikTok and what I want to do on TikTok is like what's actually made me even more unhappy. So, but with this list... So everyone has their list out. If you need to pause my voice, pause my voice, but make sure you have your list. After this, you're going to write under everything on that list, steps you can take to make a change. Example, not having a gym that I'm in love with. Try a bunch of gyms, bitch. That's the only way you're going to find one you really like. Noted. And I did. And I did. And I did. Anyways, staying inside my apartment too long. Get out and explore the city. You didn't move to New York to stare at a fucking wall, Libby. Go outside. I'm a little aggressive with myself. Not knowing what niche I want to be on TikTok and not being happy with TikTok. Try out a bunch. Actually do them. Put them out there and see which one you had the most fun creating. Those are the steps that I can take to make myself happier with the things that I'm unhappy with in my life. And honestly, I know my list sounds so fucking superficial where it's like not having a good jam and like, being in New York and staying in my apartment too long and like TikTok, but these are my everyday problems, okay? And that's just that. I'm not going to apologize for them. It's just who I am, what I'm dealing with currently, and it is what it is. Some of our lists are all going to look completely different, and this is a judge-free zone. Okay, I'm not judging you if your list is like, I hate my boyfriend and I could tell you to get out of that toxic ass relationship. But you know what? All of our lives are different. Okay, so write down things that you're going to do to make the change, because for everything that's making you unhappy, there's a solution you can do to make you happy. And until you write it out, they just seem so heavy in your head and you're feeling hopeless. But guess what? You choose your happiness and there's always a solution to a problem and you will just have to be willing to make the change to be happy and honestly I used to hate the quote that happiness is a choice like I was like ew like stop saying that to me that's actually fucking annoying but like happiness is a choice as crazy as it sounds so like choose to be happy no but actually choose to be happy all right the next list we are writing you're making another list what are your goals and dreams these can be as broad as buying a house being financially independent you getting your dream job, winning an award that you know you deserve. That one's a personal one. There's a specific award that I want to win. And that was just a personal one. Anyways, here are a couple things on my list. Owning several properties. Having a healthy family. And having a loving relationship. So those are just a couple things on my list. I probably have like 10 to 15 on my list, but I'm not going to share them all with you because like, why would I do that? Anyways. So now write down the whys. Do you want these things? Like, why do you want this specific thing to come true? And why is this a goal and dream in your life? And once you can identify the why, it gives your dream a bigger purpose. So example, why do I want to own several properties? So I can rent places out to families in need and I can always have a home in every city. So I didn't even realize that until I wrote it down of like the why behind that, but That definitely stems back to like my childhood of feeling like I didn't have a home for sure. And then also me wanting to help families in need because I know what it felt like to be a family in need and not have a home at times. So I want to help people who are in that situation. And if I can make someone's life easier in that way, then why would I not want to do that? You know what I mean? And like I can have a place to rent out for people who need it. So that's my why behind that one. Having a healthy family. I never had that growing up. Shocker. No, I never had that growing up. So that's why I want to have a healthy family. And that's why I want that. A loving relationship. It's time I get one, ladies and gentlemen. All I know is toxic dick and I'm over that. So it's time I have a healthy, loving relationship. And I just want to experience something I've never experienced before. And that's the why behind that. So when you can identify the why behind something, it keeps you going. So now that you have the whys, it makes those dreams have a bigger reasoning and easier to achieve because you're never going to give up on the why. You can give up on the dream because it might feel too big or something. But when you have a why that is like, okay, no, I want to do this because I want to help families and I want to have a home in every city and I want to have my own properties because I work hard and I want that, then you're never going to give up on the why. And then like even career things. Like I want to help women. I'm never going to give up on the why. But sometimes I'll give up on the stuff leading up to the why. So example, like if on TikTok, I'm like, I want to give women confidence and stuff. That's my why. But before that, I didn't really know that that was my why. And I want to help people through laughter. I didn't really know that was my why. I was just like, I'm here to post TikToks. And so it made it easier to fall off. But because I definitely did take a break for TikTok from a really long, for a really long time. And... Now that I know my why, I'm not going to give up because I know at the end of the day, that's the end goal and everything else that just happens, that the goals that I achieve on the way are just steps to my why. And you won't ever give up on a why, but you can give up on a dream because it's pretty easy. So I can give up on the dream of having a healthy, loving family. I'm like, okay, I haven't had one of those before. Why do I need one now? But now I have the why that I never had that growing up and I deserve that and I need to experience that. Then I'm not going to give up on that. I hope that makes sense. I think it does. If it doesn't, then that's a you problem. And I don't know what to tell you. What? Another list. What do you not love about yourself that you can change? Write a list of things that you don't love about yourself. For me, I personally worked my fucking ass off to have no insecurities. And that's just where I'm at in my life. Do I have a little insecurities in some points in my life? Yes. So I'm going to tell you what I wrote on my list. Number one. I can get angry easily. Apparently, I didn't really think it was a problem, but my sister keeps fucking telling me this, so I might as well get. I might as well look into it. Two, I don't let people in romantically. A lot of your guys' list are gonna have, like, body parts or your weight or your mental health or something like that. Now, under these things, write what you can do to change. So, getting mad, angry, getting angry easily at people. What can I do to make a change? Count to 10 and fucking breathe, bitch. That's what you can do. Or talk about it in therapy. I have a lovely therapist. Utilize her, Livy. If you have anger problems, utilize her. Anyways, I don't let people in romantically. What can I do to change that? Make an effort to open your fucking legs. Oops, just kidding. Open your heart. Be a little bit more open. I discussed in the beginning of this episode that, like, I'm not dating. And I literally am like, oh, fuck. I totally said I would date when I get to the city. And, like, I don't want to. Because I don't. But that's the problem, right? Then and there. So I need to make the effort to be a little bit more open. Now, I know a lot of your guys' list is going to have, like, features. And, like, cosmetic surgeries is what you think to change your, like, weight loss or anything like that. But... Honestly, I'm not the biggest fan of cosmetic surgeries, so if you wrote down things that you want to change cosmetically, I really challenge you to write down the why behind that. And if you want to get your lips done, why do you want to get your lips done? For you or because you want to fit into a society where big lips are popular currently? And if you have a lot of surgeries on your list, I challenge you to ask yourself why you want them. Because one of the biggest things that I learned with my eating disorder... (laughs) That wasn't fun. Is that I always told myself once I was this weight, I'll be happy and I'll be fine. So I was like, once I hit this weight, I'm going to be so happy. You guys, spoiler alert, every single time I hit that weight, I was never happy and I was like, you know what? I could lose 10 more pounds and I'll be happier. So every single time I hit that weight that I was like, I'm going to be so happy once I hit this specific weight, I'm literally finally going to be so happy. I hit that weight, happy for about 5 minutes and then I was like, you need to lose 10 more pounds because I was never skinny enough. And that just was a result of me not loving myself. So if your why for your surgeries or your weight loss or anything is like, I'll love myself, I'll be happier. That's not true. You have to love yourself with what you have before you make a drastic change to your body or your life. Because even when I was changing so much and I was losing all this weight, I wasn't happy. I was actually probably my most miserable and you have to love yourself with what you have before you make a change to your body because if your why is I'll be happier or I'll love myself more. It's like that's not what's going to make you love yourself. You have to love what you have first. Even people I know who have got filler, it's never enough become for them because they always need more. There's always like more. I'll be happier when my lips are bigger. I'll be happier when my bo- like my Botox, I have more, I have more, I have more. And you get yourself into a toxic cycle. And that's like... The biggest thing I feel like with my eating disorder that I realized it was like, I didn't need to be skinnier to be happy. I needed to love myself to be happy. And I didn't love myself whatsoever. So I blamed it on my eating disorder. And I was like, when I'm brawny, 20 pounds, skinnier, I'll be happy. Bitch, I was withering away with no hair when I was bald. And I was at the dream weight I wanted to be at, but I was still fucking miserable. And it was simply because I did not love myself. And so if you always feel like you need more of something to be happier, or feel prettier, You need to learn to love yourself and it's because you didn't love yourselves before that these changes are not feeling good enough because you have that gaping hole of not loving yourself. But also there's a contradictory to this is like if you've always wanted a surgery or something you've wanted for years and like since a kid go for it. Like I have so many friends that have gotten nose jobs because they've wanted that their entire lives and I would never tell them to not do that. But guess what? They loved themselves before that. And even after the nose jobs, they were like, oh my God, I'm so much happier. That was just something I wanted to fix for so long. Like, yeah, fucking do it. If that's something you wanted to fix for so long, literally go for it. And you're like, I will feel so much happier because I've always wanted to change this my entire life. Then go for it. Literally go for it. Who am I to tell you to not do something? But I think it's so important to love yourself before you do a huge change to your body and a huge change to like or like undergo surgery or get filler or lose a bunch of weight all these things it's like make sure you're loving yourself before you do all those things because then you're not going to want to keep constantly changing I feel like we see it everywhere as like people keep constantly changing themselves thinking it's going to make them happier but you have to just love where you are and love who you're with like not who you're with but who you are in this moment but like if you want to go get that nose job go get that nose job like I fully fucking support you but don't think it's going to make you happier Because you're the only person that can make you happier. You know what I mean? I hope that made sense. Anyways, that was that. Now, we're going to write another list. Are you surprised? Look at the three closest people in your life. Write them down. And then next to their names, immediately when you look at their name, I want you to decide if they help you or they hurt you. And be brutally honest with yourself. So I wrote down the three closest people to me and I have a help, a hurt, and I have a both. Now, if you have for all of them, write down how. How do they help you and how do they hurt you? Example. Katie, my best friend is one of them. You guys met her last week. My best fucking friend. She's someone and on one of my li- on my list obviously. And so it's like Katie helps Because she believes in me, makes me feel seen and heard, never dismisses my emotions, always there for me, literally my number one fan, like always hyping me up, always making me feel great about myself. And never like I could come to her with the dumbest problem. And she's never like, no, like, why are you even talking about that? You're so dumb. She's like, "Uh uh-huh, valid. Literally, I could come to her about the dumbest shit ever. And she's like, no, I'm here for you. Like, you're so valid. Your feelings are completely valid. So she helps me in my life but the person that I wrote down that hurts, like what are some things that make that they hurt me in a way? Talks about me failing a lot. Doesn't really support what I do. Never publicly claims my achievements. I always feel like the friends that are proud of you in the public are like literally the real fucking friends because the ones who stay silent when big things are happening, it's like major red flag. So that is that. And The reason I had you guys write this down because if the hurt is so extreme, you might need to make some adjustments in your life because if majority of your list is hurt and like I have one person on my list that is hurt, but I don't think they mean to be that way and obviously I'm going to distance myself from that specific person, but like if you have people in your life that are hurting you, like you definitely don't deserve to feel that way. So like distance yourself from these people like you don't need to be with these people. And you don't need to have people in your life that are hurting you. Your three closest people in your life should be helping you. And if it's not all help, then adjust people in your life. So for example, the one person that's on my list that is hurting me, I'm definitely going to take her out and put someone else in there that is helping me in my life and makes me feel seen, makes me feel heard, makes me feel good about myself. Because I don't have time to be surrounded by someone who's not making me feel good about myself. And I don't owe anybody anything. So like, if they're not helping my life, they can get the fuck out of it. And that's just about that. Like, I don't need people in my life who are not helping me become the best version of me. And they're just hurting me. Like, I don't need to deal with that. I simply do not. And I simply will not. So it, there's nothing wrong with removing people from your life who are toxic, who are not helping you, who are just hurting you in the long run. Like move, remove those people from your life completely. You don't deserve that. So that's that. So next list we're going to write is what are your fears and what is the truth behind them? So write a list of all your fears. Some things that are on my fear list is settling and being poor. (laughs) You guys, my lists are pretty superficial, but we all have our own fucking problems in life, and that's just that. Anyways, now that you wrote the list of all your fears, you're gonna write two things. Why is this a fear? And what can you do if this situation does happen in your life? So, being poor, why is this my fear? Probably because growing up, my family lost a lot of money, so we were poor. That's exactly why. That's probably a fear that's always been installed in the back of my brain is being poor because I've been in a position where I've seen a bunch of money get lost and then there's no money. Once you lose the money, there's no fucking money. And then what can I do to prevent me from getting poor? And like if I was in that situation, how could I get myself out of it? I would definitely work several jobs so I wasn't poor, okay? Okay. I know I have an expensive lifestyle. I know all these things. So I'm literally just not gonna let myself get to that point, okay? Anyway, settling. Another fear. Why do I have that fear? This is mainly in relationships. Probably because I settled so fucking much in my past that it was embarrassing. And I was dating losers. Like, I publicly admit that I was dating absolute fucking losers. That's why it's a fear, 100%. What can I do if that situation was to happen happen where I feel myself settling which this actually happened to me in the summer I was like I feel myself settling I really like this guy but he's not everything I wanted more so because I'm a fucking bitch anyways so I just trusted myself that I wouldn't and I looked at myself I looked at everything and I was like this is not what I want so I'm not gonna let myself settle in this position I know what I want this is not it and that's that so fears are just made up in our brain You have to trust yourself enough to know that you wouldn't let those things happen. Or if they did happen, you would be able to get through them. That's why I made you come up with the why. Like, if I was in this position, what would I do to change these things? That's specifically why I had you come up with that because, okay, worst comes to worst, this does happen. What are you going to do to change that? Because that's all that really matters. Also, why are you having this thought? Because once you can identify the why you're having this thought, you can handle that a little bit better. So I'm like, oh, this is a childhood thing. I clearly need to heal childhood traumas, gonna talk about that in therapy, make a fucking list, let's go, come on therapist, like this is what I'm gonna talk about, that's that, like get over those fears and realize they're just in your head and you can choose to believe them or you can choose to not believe them and you have to trust yourself, like if these things were to happen, how are you gonna get yourself out of these situations? That's the last list I have you guys making, but Here are some overall tips for a healthy, happy mindset that I want to leave you on. Save your money, but like don't be dramatic about it. Get a gym membership, not because I think you need to lose weight, just because I think you need to get active and I think people don't understand how much the gym really can change your life. Once you're active, it's literally the best thing in the entire world. Like I said, injecting serotonin, like come on identify what makes you happy and incorporate it into everyday life these can be small things like coffee makes me the happiest bitch in the world so i get a nice coffee every single morning or like candles so i go buy a fucking candle like these things make me happy journal meditate making strides every day to become the best you like if you know what you want in life go after that. Be that girl to get exactly, or guy to get exactly what you want. There's literally nothing stopping you between you and your dreams. The only thing that would stop you is you, babes. It was, that was the only little thing is you. So that is it for this week's episode. I hope you guys really enjoyed it. I loved making it, so I hope you loved it, especially because I had to re-record this bitch. So like I'm really hoping you loved it. Anyways, if you want more of me, you can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at she is Livy, as well as YouTube at She Is Livy. Also, guys. Oh, YouTube. I'm now gonna be posting on YouTube biweekly. So go follow my YouTube. No, seriously, go follow it. You're gonna love it. You're gonna live it, and you're gonna laugh at it. You're gonna literally love it. So that is that. Rate the podcast five stars. DM me on Instagram. I might not answer you. That's just because I get a lot of DMs a day and I'm a fucking bitch apparently. Anyways, no. I like don't answer my DMs. It's a weird thing I do. I just don't. But I love to read. I will eventually try to. I just get really overwhelmed and it gives me a lot of anxiety. Anyways, that's that. I love every single one of you. Have a great day, night, evening, whenever the fuck you're listening to this. Um, Become the bad bitch you've always wanted to be. And let's get our lives together because we deserve to be nothing but happy in achieving our goals and dreams. Okay, oh my God, I love every single one of you. Bye.